Ira, how are you? Welcome to the show. Hey. How have you been? Good. How are you, Max? What's going on? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. I've been maintaining during this time and just getting through the world of the pandemic. Everything's getting better. How's everything with you and your family? All good. Thank God. Everything's good. And like you said, we're just moving forward. And, uh, hopefully uh, we continue in that direction. I'm looking forward to it. And I, I think we should start off with this, with the news that broke earlier. How about Woody Johnson wanting the bid for Chelsea FC? <laughs> You know, I got home from work. I, I had my dinner, and then I looked. I'm looking at the news. I couldn't believe it. It, it, it just, I'm scratching my head. I mean, I know he tries, but he he hasn't been able to win for the last ten years <laughs> in New York, and he's looking in Europe to get a franchise. Uh, it's uh, head scratch. It really had scratching. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. And you know, free agency is right around the corner here next week. All the rumors are going around right now about the draft. I think the free agency period is really going to depend on what happens here next week. And it's going to have an effect on what happens in the draft. Because what we address in free agency, we're going to have to not address in the draft. We're going to have to go do the opposite. And I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do next week. It, it, and to be honest, what would you want to do if you're Joe Douglas next week once the free agency market opens? Who are you wanting to sign right away? What side of the ball that's, would you like to address? That's that's a great question, and you know I've thought about it. You know, once again, it, it really all depends how they rate the draft. Mm-hmm. If they know that they could score and help the offense in the draft early. And I think I would address defense defensively um, in free agency. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be the smart play because I don't envision Joe Douglas going out there and spending $30, $40 million again on a receiver after he just gave it to, to Davis. Davis. You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense. No. Um, a tight end, I, I was all into Jacecki or, or the kid Schultz from, from Dallas. Dallas. And it looks like they're both probably going to get franchised, so they're going to be off the market. So if I, so probably I would address tight end in the draft, and I would get a veteran or maybe bring, you know, Croft back. I, I guess you know, Kenny Yabao. I'd still like to see get a shot, but I think defensively, I, I don't think Douglas is going to break the bank. I, you know, he spent you know big on Lawson last year. Unfortunately, that didn't you know he got hurt. Um, I look at it this way. When you look at the roster, they need two safeties. Marcus May is gone. Yeah, he's not going to be signed. Right. I don't consider Ash and Davis a you know a starting caliber safety. Um, no. I think the corners are good. They could add a veteran. You know, Gidry's out there. Um, I think they could use a linebacker. I, I'd like them to re-sign Fadakoski. He's flying under the radar. Nobody talks about them. No. And right. the biggest question is, how do you feel about Berrios? I mean, I don't know how you could lose this guy. I don't know. You know? This guy, he, he he really became a spark plug for them at the end of the season. And this is someone that you want to retain because they always use the word culture and build in a winning team now. I think in order to build this culture, you need to resign a guy like Berrios. And you need him not just because he can be a lethal weapon on the, the side of the wide receivers as a, fourth, a potential fourth weapon, but special teams. The Jets have had horrific special teams over the years, and this is someone that can turn that in the right direction, and he's proven to do it. I, I definitely agree with you. I think the problem here, and I, I understand the dilemma Douglas might have. Personally, I would have given him an extension during the year, but, you know, that's, that's passed already. Yeah. Um, I think Burrios and his agent 
they want him to get paid like a slot receiver, they a do. number three receiver, and a special teams guy, which is in that eight to nine million dollar range. And I believe, from what I hear, um, is that the Jets view him as a special teams player and not a slot guy. Ugh. So they're letting him get a test market, and I am so almost convinced that he will end up in Buffalo or New England. It's like, I don't even want to look at the, you know, I don't even want to hear anything like next Monday or Tuesday, because I think he's going to go right up there. I think, I think so too. I, I think, I, did you see the Bills gave Cole Beasley permission to seek a trade? That's right. And he would, that would be the perfect fit for Barrios, right? In his position, because he plays that similar role in the wide receiver on offense. And he's also probably about, Eight, eight years younger than Cole Beasley. <laughs> You're right. You know, so it's bad enough that we're probably going to lose him. That just like Danny Woodhead, you know, I don't want to watch you know Barrios burn us for the next five years in one of those two uniforms. And I, chances are, I'm probably going to make a prediction that's probably going to, that's what's going to happen. It very might well be, and and I don't want that to happen. I wanted them to extend him. And it's looking bad right now. I don't know because remember the last time when we let a wide receiver go, Robbie Anderson, and and it's hilarious how Robbie Anderson. There's some rumors out there of him crying, wanting to come back to play for us now. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh. It, it, it's really, it's really crazy. But I do think that I think they'll, you know, reasonable amount of money, not crazy money. I think they'll, they'll bring in the safety. I think they'll add a veteran corner. Um, I mean, offensively, if you really look at the offense, you know, depending on how the draft is, if if they go with tackle and, you know, the kid from North Carolina State. Ikwanu, I think, or Ikanu or something, yeah. Right, right. If he happens to be there at four, I would grab him. I think he's the safest pick in the draft. You plug him in a right guard, you let. Uh, Beckton and you re-sign Moses, let them battle it out at right tackle. The offense, the offense is done pretty much. It is. You know, all you got to do is go get yourself a tight end and a number one receiver, and, and pretty much it's all done. Are you tempted by Amari Cooper at all? Because as soon as the Cowboys announced that they were going to be releasing him, all the Jet fans went crazy on Twitter. Are you tempted by picking up Amari Cooper, even though we did nah. say before that Douglas already spent his money on a number one receiver and Corey Davis, and he's not really a number one receiver? I, I'd be completely blown away if he did. I, and Cooper, I know his numbers are, are up there, but I, I don't want to invest. There were so many receivers in the first three rounds. Again. Garrett Wilson. You know, you're right. you Garrett Wilson. you got the kid from Arkansas. you got the, you know... Uh, the kid out of USC. Drake you know, just Right, and there's probably four or five others that I don't even know about. You know, just, just do your homework and, and, you know, draft a receiver high this year. You know, with one of those first three picks, draft yourself a receiver. Let him play opposite Davis. Put Elijah Moore in the slot to replace Berrios. And, and you know, and, and then and then you set. Go get yourself a tight end. And, and pretty much, and you just got to hope that Zach, uh, you know, lives up to what we think he could be. And I think he will. And something did pop up into my head yesterday when I was on another show, and I did say, and it's already circulating online, you have John Abraham going on all these media platforms saying that the Jets should draft another quarterback. I don't know if you saw that because he's not sold on Zach Wilson. And it popped into my head yesterday, and and I said, no, I'm sticking with Zach, and I I wouldn't 
redo that for for anything. I know we agreed on Zach Wilson, but I did say to myself, I said, what if this is if he isn't the answer? And it just it, I don't know why that popped into my head, but that just popped into my head yesterday for some reason. I think Zach Wilson is the answer, but I said, what if we're doing all this? We're building around him, and it turns up we're going to have another revolving door in a couple of years. Well, that that would be a disaster. Ugh. But that, that's a great thing that you just brought up because. You know, every every you know everybody's concerned about the draft and free agency. I think one of the biggest needs that the Jets need this year is a legitimate backup like quarterback. quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right, because let, let let's look at it this way. You know, Flacco could play, get fun the ball. He has a good arm. I get that, but in two years, he's yet to win a game with the Jets. No. Okay, if God forbid Zach Wilson tear, you know gets hurt over the summer or has to miss any extended time, or let's say he actually struggles and needs to be benched. I don't think Joe Douglas is in position where, okay, you know, we're going to throw away the season, you know, just going to go with what we have. They have to win games this year. You know, I don't expect a playoff spot. I don't expect a conference championship. But, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to get close to a 500 record if possible. And they have to have a, an Andy Dalton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Mariota, Teddy Bridgewater. So one, you know, one of these guys has to be a backup. I, they should have been more aggressive with that last year because remember when we discussed that, we thought that Zach Wilson should spend some time on the bench early on in the season and let him break in, and they didn't do that. And that's why you had the whole Mike White controversy go on once he did get injured. That's right, and that's a, a whole other story because I don't know if you know, he's a restricted free agent. They're not placing and the they, franchise tag on him. I heard that already. No, but they put, they put their franchise, they put a, a I think, it's a high tender. Basically, he's guaranteed $3 million. They're not going to pay him $3 million oh. to be a third-string quarterback. So, you know, and I don't think they're going to make him the number two quarterback because I don't really think they want that situation there. I think they want it to kind of go away. I could be wrong. But, I mean, if Mike White's a backup, that's great. But, I mean, do you have faith that he's going to win games if Zach can't play? I no, don't. No, you need a veteran in there, a, a young veteran who can actually get us some wins with experience, and they should have did that last year. And to be honest, I, I said that because I, I thought the Jets needed a pass rusher. You got Carl Lawson coming back this year. There's this whole controversy going on on Twitter here and with the Jet fan base. And even Sal is high on this pick, and we've, Selected a safety before. You know where I'm going with this. Kyle Hamilton out of mm-hmm. Notre Dame. What would you do and what would your reaction be if we did draft Kyle Hamilton? Okay, I'd have to trust Douglas and his staff. I, I get it. I mean, it's a position of need. Let's face it. We don't 100%. have any. Okay, we don't have a safety. I get that. Um, I'm not a big combine guy, but I did read that he had he ran a bad forty. Okay, he did. Um, is he going to be one of these guys that kind of just spit out in college and then his lack of lack of speed is going to get exposed in the NFL? I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? That, that would you remember Sam? You remember Sam Gons when we got him from the Giants? Yes, he was okay. He was he was a really good football player. He was an inbox. He was great against the run, but he was too slow in pass coverage. And is that possible that that's what Hamilton could be? But to answer your question, what I draft the safety is for, if I feel high enough that this is the guy I want is going to be a difference maker, I'm not going to be worried that he's a safety. I would prefer that they don't, but if they do, they better be right. You know, this guy better be Ronnie Lott. He better not be uh, <laughs> Jamal Adams. Know, he better, 
yeah, Jamal Adams or Calvin Pryor, you know. Oh. Or, or, or how about this? Since 1960, the franchise is 62 years old. Mm. If I recall correctly, because I looked it up, I, I believe they've only drafted three safeties in the first round. It was Adams, Calvin Pryor, and way before your time, Burgess Owens in 1973. Wow. Probably, I think there's a fourth, and I'm leaving them out. But Burgess Owens, I thought, was a terrific safety for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Once again, it's not, you know, in a top five pick, would I do it? It, I I really hope that, you know, Aquano ends up falling to them. That's the guy I want. Mm -hmm. I agree with you on that, and I think the offensive line is the number one need here for Wilson. And someone that I also am very high on it is Tyler Linderbaum. He's someone that I would love the Jets to get, and even if he fell perhaps in the second round, he's someone that no, I would keep that's, not gonna, that's not going to happen. He's no, going to be think gone before twelve. Yeah, and and you see, now, see that's where Joe Douglas actually has a little bit of a, a leeway here. Let's say both tackles are off the board, right? Mm-hmm. So then, if he wants to. Take the chance that um, you know, um, the Iowa Center is going to be there with ten. He could drift whatever, and with with the fourth pick, or even trade down if he had to. Right? Mm-hmm. He could take Linda Mountain at, at ten if that's where they have to get him. Stick him at center, and then just move uh, McGovern over to right guard. So they, they, they're in a pretty good position. They could go either way with the offensive line help. You know, either draft a tackle and put him at right guard or draft a center and we'll, we'll govern over. So I think that gives him a very nice option. Kayvon Thibodeau is another name to look out for because I know that the Jets are very high on him. And it, as if you've been reading things online, I know that Joe Douglas and even Robert Sala addressed in order to make Zach Wilson better, you need to prioritize the defense, which was an interesting statement by them. No, I get it. And I understand it. And I would understand the pick. He frightens me, though. I heard an interview, and he was talking about, you know, he, he's in this for the money, and, you know, he, he's 2.0 Javon Clowney. And, you know, I've I read stuff where he takes plays off. I watched some tape. He looks one-dimensional, looks like he only has an outside move. Uh, I, I don't know. And listen, I could be dead wrong. I just got a bad feel about this guy. Mm-hmm. I... I... I like like we all say, it, whoever you pick, just make sure it's the right pick. That that's exactly. all I care about. Just make sure that it's right because I think we're so tired of the busts that have been drafted this team over the years, and we can go on and on about the first and second round picks, and just oh, you can go from any pick in the draft ever for the Jets or any rounds. We just want a player that's that could become a franchise player of our own. That's right. I mean, when was the last? I mean, when was the last time when we drafted a Pro Bowl player? Think about it. I mean, was it Sheldon he, Richardson? I feel like, well, you could kind of say Jamal Adams. Yeah, I guess it was Adams. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess it was Adams. Leonard Williams actually made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as an alternate, Sheldon Richardson yeah. as an alternate. You know, but um, listen, you know, they have four picks in what, the top 38, I believe. Mm-hmm. They have to nail it, they got to get four starters. You know, Agreed. I, I'm I'm sorry. I don't care. I I don't care what positions they need to walk away with four starters. Mm-hmm. 
I think they'll address the tight end in the second round. Trey McBride's a name to look out for, as well as Jeremy Rucker yep. from Ohio State. I think one of the two of them will be there for them, and I think they'll jump all over it, especially they had McBride at the senior bowl, so they, they got did. a chance to work with him all week. So they, I'm sure they got an inside track on him. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they grabbed him with the first pick in the second round, if he lasts that long. And, and you know, of course, you know, rounds three, four, five, you know, six, you know, it pretty much, you know, you, that's where you, that's what, that's really where you build your teams. And, you know, they got, the, they got Echoes, they got Carter, the two Carter kids last year. So they did a good job with that. They have to have a repeat performance again this year. And this is a big year for Douglas. It you is. Know, he, this is big. You know, he's going, I know he didn't have the first draft when he got the job, but he's going into his fourth year. And if you take away the first year because he didn't put that team together from the start, if you just go by his second and third year, He's six and twenty-seven. That's, that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not. And his draft, his first draft, wasn't that great either. Is we don't even know what Mackay Becton is right now. That's right. That's exactly right. That, I mean, you want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but you know, to me, it's just I got to see this guy stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, get into shape and stay healthy. So, it, listen, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that they're going to be a very competitive team next year. And I think Zach is going to take the next step. I think they're going to have, you know, some skill position players they'll be able to spread the ball to. But they got to win games. They, they, they have to find a way to start piling wins in the win column. And hopefully LaFleur really draws better plays than he did in his rookie year as the offensive coordinator here because there were certain – and you weren't big on LaFleur last year. No, and I wasn't either. And I really do hope he makes some strides this year coming. And something that really bothers me was, I don't know if you heard about it, but Robert Sala was saying how that the second year here that we're going into right now, don't get all worked up over it, but the third year will be great. I don't know if you heard about that. I heard about that, and that didn't sit well with me. I mean, realistically, he's probably telling the truth. I mean, if you go back to last summer, I remember at the end of camp, and I was kind of livid about it, but he didn't... He wasn't lying. No. He says it's going to be worse before it gets better. I so, and he was right. He was and, right. And you know the last the last month, you know the Tampa Bay Buck game, I enjoyed very much. Okay, even though we lost it. Yeah. Now already, like you just said, he's coming out and said, "Okay, this is year two of a three year plan." So pretty much, he put the blueprint out there. He says, "You know, eh, maybe we'll win five or six, but we're going to make the big jump next year." <laughs> well, I mean. How much more leeway is what he going to give these guys? You know what I mean? I mean, I at the end of this year, I do the one thing I don't want to hear is that number one, we got to see Wilson take another step. Number two, we have all this draft capital, we have the cap space. Those excuses are over. It's done. This is the year to start showing that you are a legitimate team. And if they don't by the end of the year, then we've got some serious problems. And like you said before, plenty of times, the, the, the noose is around Douglas's neck, and it's tightening. And it, and it makes you wonder, are, are the Jets going to be big spenders when it comes to free agency next week as well as making trades? Because Douglas was open to making trades in one of his early press conferences after the season ended. I could see him making a trade. That wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure for what position, but I, I just I, – 
if you look at the free agent class, honestly, okay, now take Devontae Adams out of it, because, you know, even it's not realistic. No. Okay? <laughs> I mean, even even if you could get him, it, it, I'm not going to waste that type of money uh, on a receiver if I just paid Davis, like I told you before. But the free agent class, it, these guys aren't that great. No. You know, you're going to be overpaying a lot of these players who are like, if they were that good, they would have been. I mean, if I missed something today, I don't think the franchise tag has been really used on too many players. Am I right? No, you're you're right about that. You know, so that 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 speaks volume. You know, if teams are on franchising, I mean, I think they have up to four o'clock tomorrow. But if they haven't gotten that done, and you look at the list of names here, if you if you pull up, I think it's twenty three free agents that the Jets have available if they want to bring them back. Mm-hmm. Out of out of the twenty three, maybe four, maybe five out of the 23 you want to bring back, it's not many. No. There really isn't. Like I said before, and we agreed on that, Braxton Berrios was the number one to bring back here. But I, I'm also reading online, too, that the Jets are heavily interested in the center Ryan Jensen. I don't know if you saw that from Tampa Bay. No, I haven't seen that. How old was he? Did, did you do any research on that? He, he's 31 years old. I don't buy it. I, I don't think. I, I, I don't think that's the smart it. move with that. I, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think that would be a smart move. You got to keep you the know? offensive line young. You really do. Yep. Yep. This team isn't ready to you know to win now. No. So to add somebody who's 31, 32 years old, I think would make no sense whatsoever. No. I, I do think that if you do go with the safeties, you kind of got to have to go with, as I did my research before, Marcus Williams and Jesse Bates. I know those are the top two safeties. And then there's even people out there that do want the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew from the Chiefs. There's some There, there are some safety prospects out there, in case we don't get I Kyle like, Hamilton. No, I, I, I like the kid Williams out of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I, I would like it. But w- wouldn't it be so bizarre that they go out and they spend approximately $15 million a year for, for him. And yet, and granted, so, you know, Jamal Adams, personally, I think he's overrated. <laughs> and and Marcus May, it just didn't work out. And then he goes out and he signs a safety for $15 million. <laughs> I could see that happen, and you never know with this team. And then you have the cornerbacks that are out there. Like you said, you could add one, but the, the, the top prize free agent is J.C. Jackson from the Patriots. I know that he's like the number one regarded, but I don't I don't think we should get our hopes up there unless Douglas is really feeling the pressure here and he, he's really going to spend some money here. I just don't want him to get any McCagnin situations where we're just giving away money bags to these people. I mean, we can go on and on about the players. McCagnin was handing off contracts to that and didn't pan out. Le'Veon Bell yeah. was, was one of them. No, I, I, I get it and I agree with you, but I, I think the, the bags of money, I don't, I don't think he'll turn to that trick until next year if he has to. Mm-hmm. I think this year he's going to stay the course. You know, he's going to spend smartly and reasonably. You know, he may spend big on one one guy or two guys, but I, I think the real top free agents, they're, they're not spending that type of money. No. I mean, you, you, I, I think, and, and you know, a lot of it too, I think, and, 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 and I don't come to Woody Johnson's defense, you know, completely on a lot of things, but he's gotten burned in free agency. Think about it. Like you said, Bell. I mean, C.J. Mosley, you know, 
that was big money. Tremaine Johnson. Look how he Tremaine got Johnson Tremaine was. I was just going to bring that up. That was a horrible contract. You know, they re-signed Revis. That was a horrible contract. Cromartie. Muhammad Wilkinson was a Muhammad Wilkinson was a disaster. I mean, so you know, recently, Jonathan Franklin Myers. <laughs> well, we hey, look at this. So they they pick the, they pick up the pick your option for for Quinn Williams, right? Mm-hmm. So that shows you how bad the Franklin Myers contract was, because. They're getting Quinn Williams as of now for the next two years for an average of about eight million a year. John Franklin Myers is guaranteed twelve million for the next two years. Unbelievable, and, and, and they, look? it looks horrible. And, they, and the fact that they didn't extend Barrios and they extended Franklin Myers it, that drives me insane too. Well, that's it. And and to be fair, you know maybe I, I forget. I think Myers was signed late October, beginning of November. Mm-hmm. So at that point, Berrios was coming on, but he really wasn't like opening eyes yet. So I get that. But man, by the beginning of December, that should have been done. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, you know, maybe they tried. All right. And, you know, I, I give Berrios and his agent credit. You know, they were right. You know, let me test the waters. Let me see where I'm at. I, I get that, you know. So, but the, the Jets should have got, it, it shouldn't have come, it just shouldn't have come to this. And, and you know, normally when something like this, where, like I told you, I think the agent and the player view him as in, in one way, and I think the Jets view him in another way, chances are something bad is going to happen for us when it comes to that. I hope the scouts and, and Douglas really turn this organization around because I have these conversations with all these Jet fans and just people in general who are in the football. And they said that the, the number one issue, too, with the Jets here is the scouting because they haven't drafted well. And that's the issue that's really kept the Jets back all these years, as well as just chasing the number one guy with throwing out all this money of players that didn't pan out. But I, I will say this. Did you see Joe Douglas praising Denzel Mims? Did you hear about that? Uh, well, you know why? Because he he hopes he could get a six round pick from. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's uh, you, you you know. I mean, there's so much smoke out there right uh, now that that's why you can't believe anything these guys say. No, and you know, and, and I get it. You know, and I get excited too as a fan. You're trying to siphon through all this stuff to get whatever information you think they might do. I I, I get all of that, but um, push comes to shove, uh, I think they will be better. I think Wilson will be better. Um, I have them uh, without seeing how the schedule is going to be. And hey, right off the bat, we got Denver, mm-hmm. Green Bay, Pittsburgh, and Seattle. Do we know that Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson will be on any one of those teams when we play them? <laughs> we don't know, but if they are, it, that's going to be – I don't want to put two losses in the column already for us, but those are two difficult games. Of course, of course. Yeah. You know, and it's – like I said, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to go in that – I'm going to go in that seven-game range. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's probably going to be six, but I'm going to go seven. I just, I just keep on looking back at the division, and if 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 somehow they could go three and three in the division, I think they could win about eight games. If they struggle in the division, you know, I think it's going to be six to seven. It's just going to be tough. 
I always say any given Sunday because you never know. We we saw a game like Tampa, and, and it makes you feel as though the Jets could really compete with anyone out there. You know, the, just when watching that game and how Zach Wilson played and the performance of the offense and, and in the running game this season got better with Michael Carter, Ty Johnson. You know, this team, I feel as though it's getting up there. It's starting to get kick the wheels in motion here for something better. But I'll tell you this: these draft, this draft class, these mock drafts—they're all over the place. I mean, <laughs> oh, it, it's ridiculous. It, 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 you know, I, I listen. I, I respect that they have to do this to earn a living, but like every week they have different. I mean, you know, by the time the draft comes, you know, all these, you know, Kuipers and McShay and Jeremiah—they're they're, they're, going to have like fifty mock drafts. You know what I mean? It, it, it's absurd. It's crazy. This has yeah. got to be one of the only draft classes that I can remember. Because we knew we were going to get Zach Wilson last year. And then the other years, we pretty much knew best player available unless there was a position needed. But I think because the Jets have two picks within the top 10, it just makes it all more confusing. And I really don't know who they're going to select. It's almost like it's going to be a surprise. Well, you know what? I don't think they know who they're going to select. Yeah, no. <laughs> you, you just you have to see how the thing falls for them. You really do. Yeah. And then, well, I mean, and let me ask you this question: What happens if one of these quarterback needy teams? Because you know, there's going to be one or two quarterbacks that are going to pick higher than they should, and then all of a sudden, they, you know, there's an offer on the table. Are you trading out of that four spot and moving down to say, let's say, to Pittsburgh at eighteen? Are you going to do that and get a couple of picks you know to move down i don't want to but i feel as though if you it, only if you feel as though that you can get great value by doing that that then i would consider it it depends on what you're getting back and if you can if you feel as though you could find four starters like you said before and more then then maybe you can consider it but i, I understand what you're saying and i did see some mock drafts where there were some trades with the jets especially with the eagles moving up i saw i saw one of those out of out of one of their picks because I believe they have two picks in the NFL first round draft this year. Well, that's interesting. It's just you know to me. Once again, I understand it, and if if it's a no brainer, you have to do it. But once again, it just again it's you know the excuse that okay, you know we got ten picks next year, three in, in the first two rounds. And, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to hear that. I, I, I really don't. I want them to get the right players, draft the right players this year, and 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 really get this thing turned around. Because you know, Texans do not want to deal with another four or five one season. They don't. No, and and you can't blame, them, especially fans such as yourself that have been fans forever. I mean, enough's enough. We we want a second Super Bowl here. We want a playoff appearance. I mean, we haven't been to the playoffs in eleven years. <laughs> we have we haven't won a division game in two years. No, how, how, how ridiculous is that? Ugh. Absolutely you know, awful. And, you know, I mean, it's that's so. Just just curious, where do you think? And I know it's not jet question, but where do you think Rogers ends up? I'm reading online Pittsburgh. That's tempting. I mean, it could be Pittsburgh or even Denver. If I had to say, if it's not Green Bay, I heard the Green Bay is going to offer him a, the highest paid contract in the NFL to keep him there and extended. But it's possible he could end up in Pittsburgh or Denver. That's what I. That's, I'm just going off of what I've read. It would probably either be Pittsburgh or Denver. Anything out of that, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I. I- tend to agree with you. I just think it would be a mistake for him 
to go to the AFC because, you know, the NFC is wide open. Mm-hmm. And changes are if he stays in Green Bay, he'd have a really good chance again to get to the Super Bowl. But if he comes to the AFC with all these young quarterbacks and a lot of these good teams, chances are he's going to have a tough time. He's going to have a difficult time. you got to go through Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Ugh. And, and you can even yeah. throw, throw in Joe Burrow now. It's And Justin Herbert. You can even Justin, throw Herbert. Justin Herbert from the Chargers. Yep, yep. So, and hopefully, we're going to add Jack Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know? I hope so. That, that, would, that would be nice. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's, but I, I can't believe free agency is like next week. It's yeah, unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable. The year is blowing by here, and it doesn't look like there's going to be a baseball season. So, it's I'm just going to be glued here to the football talks, and my Knicks are already done for. So, basketball season's so, over for me, and. It's just on the getting ready for football season or maybe even finding some interest in hockey. I think the Rangers are winning, so at least we have one team to glue on to here that's winning for now. What's your take on the whole Calvin Ridley situation? That's interesting. I did hear about that with the, the whole gamble, him gambling on teams because he was a trade target for the Jets I was reading. He was, he was in the papers for a while there, and people that work for the Jets and in the media, they're saying the Jets were considering trading for him, but now he's suspended for a year. He suspended for yeah, I know. It, it just, I mean, I can't believe he got caught. I mean, you know that these players are messing around with certain stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to, 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 to download one of these apps on your phone, your own personal phone, and you make a bet, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is this guy thinking? I just, I just read, he, for, so for a $1,500 wager, he cost himself $1,100 because he got suspended. <sighs> Unbelievable. It's just insane. And, and it is, and it's a bad look for the NFL. I mean, I, I get, listen, gambling has always driven the NFL, and now they're in bed with all these different sites. So it's just, but I don't, it, it just, it's just weird that they have to suspend the player, but the rules are the rules, you know. They told the player they can't do this stuff, and this guy was stupid enough to get caught. Yeah, it's it's, it's, there's so much. There's so many things going on with the NFL right now. Especially, you know, last time we talked, we were trying to figure out what happened with Brian Flores, and look how that situation blew up. I mean, oh, just my goodness, with that. Oh, yeah, and but you know what? He ended up with the perfect organization, the Steelers. Yep, yep. I mean, you know, I know the Patriots. They are what they are, and the Packers. I get all of this stuff, and I'm leaving out one or two, but the Steelers really are the model. Um, franchise. They really are. They are. They, you know, it, they don't. They don't. You know, they don't win all the time, but they just seem to get it right. They're always knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. And no matter who they have on the field, they always draft right, and they always put together a competitive team. That's right. Tom and Tomlin's a tremendous coach. Great coach. Tremendous coach. Great coach. Tremendous coach. Yep. You know. Hopefully we're talking about Solomon one day like that. <laughs> I hope so. We can only hope. And, you know, I, I know we're going to do another show soon around the draft, but I'm, I'm hoping you're right. Ekwanu here with the, the fourth pick overall. And, you know, say if they draft Hamilton and you, they have to go get the center at 10. I'm all for if we The perfect draft for me here, as we, we can confirm right here, Ekwanu at four, and I would take Garrett Wilson at 10. I'm all sold on. I, 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 I'm, I'm with you on that. I, 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 um, I would, I would have no problems if, if those were the two players. Yeah. I really wouldn't. You know, you, you, you have Wilson opposite Davis, more in the slot. 
I mean, I, I think that would be a really good receiving call for Wilson. You go get yourself a tight end, and um, away we go. I think the running game is good. You know, I like Michael Johnson. Carter. You know, I like Carter. Would, would you bring um, Coleman back? I, I would if it's the right deal and it makes sense. I would. I think he he's insurance. He adds depth to the running back corpse. I think I think you could consider bringing him back. I mean. It seems as though the Jets are opposed to re-signing the, the talent that they have on the team that could really make an impact for the better. But, you know, I hope Douglas proves me wrong here. And, you know, I wouldn't mind bringing Coleman back. Yeah, I, it, when I took a quick glance at the list, you know, he was on the list I would like to bring back for the Cossies and I would like very else we discuss we know where we're at. Mm-hmm. And um, really, there really weren't. Many too really not. Oh, and Gidry. I'd, I'd really like to get Gidry back. I, I think he's a nice role player in the secondary. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think that's what should happen here. Free agency is going to blow up right away next week, next Wednesday. I'm already counting down for it. I hope the Jets make the right moves, the smart moves, and you know that everything pans out here. And you know, like I said, Wilson and Iguanu in the draft. I think that the Jets have to keep applying insurance to the offense. If we're building around Zach Wilson, you want to make sure that the the offense is is youth. It's all youth players. That's right. And that's how I would do it. You know, of course, you're going to get some defensive players, but you know, I I I, I show up my offense in the draft, and you know, I, I spend my free agency on defense, and uh, away we go. And uh, hopefully uh, they make the right decisions. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping. And you know the mock drafts are going to change every week from here. So, I, like I said, I hope we should release our own mock drafts, the the Ira and Max draft. <laughs> I think there you that, go. Because there we were go. right yeah, about we Wilson. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, yeah, well, maybe we should make one as we get close. One, like, like you said when you started the show, I think once free agency kind of plays itself out after the first two weeks, I think, you know, myself and everybody else included will have a much better feel on what direction they're going to go in the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I hope it's the two choices that we have. And, you know, I think that's it. I mean, besides, I think we brought up everything that, that that's really out there to be talked about. I know that Robert Sadler and the scouts w- weren't at the combine. That kind of bothered me, and they tried to make excuses for it that they wanted to analyze all the results that they had and footage and the meeting with the players through Zoom. But I think that's pretty much it. Is there anything else you wanted to cover, Ira, that you heard about with the Jets? Yeah, no, no, everything's pretty much all on a quiet front. Um, just, uh, just can't wait to get it started. And uh, you know, before you know it, OTA. I mean, the players report mid-April. I mean, you know, it, it, I feel like the Super Bowl just ended, and already we're talking about spring practices, drafts, <laughs> and free agency. It's, it's, it's like it's twenty four seven. It's it's not ending, and it's go, it's going right into the next season already here. And I think especially with the baseball lockout, more people are going to be looking forward to football here. September can't come fast enough now. No, I know, and you know, and just one last thing here. You know, isn't it amazing how no matter what the NFL does, they always come in, come out smelling like a rose. They're headed into free agency and possibly the draft. With no baseball on the market, no. <laughs> nope, no baseball at all. Ugh. You know, so if they if they if they enter the draft and baseball still and, and you know at odds with each other, the draft will have the highest rating ever. <laughs> ever, it'll be, it will it'll be insane. Oh, uh, it will. And and, and baseball is going to lose a lot of fans. And you know, 
as a Mets fan, I was really looking forward to seeing what they're going to do this year, especially all the talent that they signed in the offseason. And now we're not going to have a season. There's going to be a lot of upset fans, and they're going to lose a lot of fans from it. I, I, you know, I, I won't say I don't follow it that closely, but I mean, I, I think it'll get resolved at some point. But it's starting to look like this thing may creep into what May you're talking about mm-hmm. now. Yep, they're already canceling the the early games already. The 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 whole preseason games with spring training and everything that's already canceled, and some of the opening day games are already canceled. So. Wow, wow. Well, we'll see how this goes, but. Um... You know, it's always good talking about the Jets and the NFL, and uh, hopefully as we get closer to the draft, uh, we'll get to talk. Yes, I'm looking forward to it, Ira. It's always great talking with you, and you know, I'm looking forward to talking to you again about the draft, and uh, let's hope that the Jets uh, keep building from what we have here and make the smart moves next week, and let's hope that Joe Douglas is urgent about it next week. Sounds great, and always, once again, I appreciate you having me. Of course, anytime, Ira. I'm looking forward to it. Enjoy the rest of your night, and and take care and stay safe, all right? Same to you. Thank you. Yeah, Ira, take care.